we've thrown the doors to the back office wide open. So what does that mean for IT and the business? Hi, I'm Scott Smith for ThinkCast, and it means that traditional foundational aspects of IT, namely infrastructure and operations, have a great new opportunity to impact business growth. Gartner Research Director Michael Warlow is the conference chair for the Gartner Infrastructure, Operations, and Data Center Summit in Sydney, Australia, May 15th and 16th. He joins us now by phone from Sydney. Michael, welcome to the program. So as the conference chair, you oversee the conference agenda, the keynote speakers, and so on. Clearly a lot to manage. So what does it mean to you to be the conference chair? It means a lot of work. It's kind of funny. Uh, you know, I started working on this event. Um, it will be six months before we start on day one in May. So, you know, I did start in, in kind of November 2016, looking at what the key themes would be. As I mentioned, kind of who the right mix of analysts and topics to include in the event. And so that's quite a lot of work, particularly for this event, because I like to say it's kind of four events for the price of one, given the breadth of what infrastructure, operations, and data center encompasses. You know, we're looking at everything from cloud to the digital workplace. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. It's really rewarding at the end of the day to see it all come together. You mentioned how you are based in Australia. This event is uh, the Australia and New Zealand stop on the Gartner World Tour, you might say, to put in a little bit of a rock concert tech, uh, uh, um, context. Uh, I bring that up because one of the things Gartner really strives to do with these types of conferences is really bring it home for those specific issues, challenges, and solutions for the region. With that in mind, what drivers are especially impacting infrastructure and operations, for example, in Australia and New Zealand? Yeah, well, we, you know, we're continuing to see that shift to cloud. Uh, last year, I talked about the fact that there is quite a enthusiasm for cloud in the Australian New Zealand kind of uh, environment. You could say we're really entering into a post-virtualization phase. I guess I'm not saying in that that virtualization goes away. In fact, it really is the normal now, not even the new normal. And as a result... You know, what's driving the market is how do they take it to the next level beyond that? What role does software defined have? How can they continue to expand their uh, use of new technologies from cloud? How do they establish themselves in uh, the era of the digital business and digital organizations? And so all of these factors are really starting to impact organizations in Australia and New Zealand. And they're wanting to come to this event to and we know this from the discussions we have with them, to see how they leverage those as part of the new normal in their organizations for the next few years. You know, we talk about digital, for instance, shrinking the world, and I think sometimes that causes us to forget there are uh, different issues or issues that play out in different parts of the world differently than they would elsewhere. Is there anything impacting your region more so than in other areas of the world? Yeah, look, there's definitely a nervousness in the economic environment in Australia and New Zealand that many of our key trading partners are adjusting their course, and obviously there's a lot of kind of geopolitical factors involved in that. But I guess that's part to be expected in all organizations around the world today. 
I think some of those pressures have become somewhat industry-specific. And, you know, kind of going back to that role as a conference chair, one of the things we've decided to do this year is to really double down on how we can address some of those industry-specific needs that are in the region. You know, if you take, for example, we've got analysts coming here dedicated just to uh, areas such as financial services. One of the analysts is coming from the UK. In fact, both of these analysts are coming from the UK. Alistair Newton, he'll be covering what's happening in financial services and the pressures that they're facing as uh, fintech becomes an important part of their landscape. And how do they respond to that? Is that a threat or is it an opportunity? And I guess similarly, you know, the pressures on public sector are quite pronounced in the Australian-New Zealand environment. And so for that reason, we're also adding uh, Neville Cannon, who's focused on the public sector and also within that focuses on cloud and how organisations in the public sector can uh, take advantage of cloud to face and address the pressures that uh, all the levels of government are facing to be cost-effective and also to ensure that they continue to innovate in the ways that they deal with the needs of citizens and other stakeholders. So they're the kind of things that we look at and uh, specific to the region, I think, that we're trying to address with the local content. Our guest is Gartner Analyst Michael Warlow. Michael is the conference chair for the upcoming Gartner Infrastructure Operations and Data Center Summit, the Sydney stop on a series of conferences built around this topic. Uh, Michael, we were just uh, covering, of course, how what is impacting the region, maybe even more so than other areas of the world. Anything else you'd like to add about the local environment at this time? Yeah, uh, beyond, I guess, the economic and the specifics of a particular industry, there are some certain behaviors that uh, Australians and New Zealanders tend to exhibit they tend to be quite binary about uh, how they uh, address new technology. When they see the value and the opportunity, then they really just jump right in with quite a lot of gusto. This means they're looking for the emerging practices and they're often blazing a trail. And you know that's a relevant thing as well. I often find that in particular, New Zealanders are uh, even further ahead of that curve than Australians. But I don't want to get into any kind of uh, local derbies or any local competition there. I think the general point is that uh, you know there is uh, an enthusiasm for certain technologies. There can also be a bit of a reluctance too. So for the most part, it is quite a carrot. But uh, in some instances, it can be kind of a stick. But the bottom line is still the same. They want to get into the details of technology. And I find that particularly acute for this event as I look at it compared to, as you say, that uh, kind of world tour. So for that perspective, I really like to draw on uh, the Gartner for Technical Professionals team. If you're not familiar with them in the audience, they're definitely worth getting familiar with those. And uh, as uh, was the case in 2016, I'm very proud and excited to have uh, coming back Kyle Hilgendorf. He's a chief of research in Gartner for Technical Professionals. And so, you know, example of some of that detail for the local audience, he'll be running a session on comparing the major cloud platform providers. One of his colleagues, Alan Waite, who is a local analyst based in Australia, he's uh, 
focuses in areas like uh, private cloud and orchestration. He's going to be running a session, among many, on comparing hybrid orchestration architectures for containers and multi-cloud, and really getting into how, how much of that is real, what's the potential, and what organizations in Australia and New Zealand should be thinking about. Because you know, if you think of that mix of wanting to get the value and the opportunity and also see through the hype to the reality, that's something that I know that uh, attendees are very keen to do. And I guess similarly, we'll also have Paul Delory. Paul Delory focuses on topics such as hyperconvergence. And uh, we've commissioned him to do research for the event around the future of hyperconvergence, as well as best practices in server automation. So you know, that's what this audience expects from a Gartner event, and uh, we'll make sure that we deliver that for them. Michael, we've been focusing uh, primarily on the regional issues and what people would be hearing at the conference. I want to take a step back and look at it from a little higher level. Um, you know, many times these areas, infrastructure, operations, the data center, they're very traditionally considered those back office, uh, keep things moving, just keep the lights on, as it were. And yet I've seen from you and your Gartner colleagues that really digital creates some new opportunities, it seems, for INO leaders in terms of the role they can take in the enterprise. Is that the case? Yeah, I think it is, definitely. Let me give you a couple of examples. You know, if you think of something maybe that's not front and center of, of digital business in terms of the ultimate value, but in terms of that breadth that you just mentioned from the back office to the front office, you know, the modern digital workplace continues to evolve. And that's something I'm very conscious of including in the event. We have a track dedicated to that. You know, whether it's the fact that the modern workplace is inherently mobile, it's inherently cross-enterprise, and there needs to be uh, you know, an acceptance and really an embracing of the need to find new ways and more rapid ways to innovate to be well-positioned for that future. I think there's benefits both. Uh, this is a bit of a win-win. There's benefits both to the infrastructure and operations teams as well as to the end users. So let's focus on the end users because that's part of your question there. Um, you know, there's quite a range of attractive new capabilities that are coming along in the modern digital workplace. You know, even if it's just as simple things as the ability to have larger mailboxes, uh, new forms of collaboration, and really just the ability to store all of the increasing amount of information in the digital era. The key to success for infrastructure operations really is to enable that without increasing the burden on IT staff. So if you can do it in a way that avoids complexity, reduces that technical debt, that allows what I think is essential, we'll talk about leadership before we're finished, I'm sure, you know, how do you redeploy staff? How do you skill up to the new areas? And uh, you know, part of that is reducing the effort associated with upgrades and keeping that innovation going. So as a service, in the modern digital workplace is, you know, kind of paramount to being successful and creating those new opportunities, both for infrastructure and operations, but also for the organization. And, you know, so we're going to have a session on the top 10, just one of the sessions in that digital workplace track that's around the top 10 mobile technologies. And we predict that 
within the next three years, 80% of organizations are going to leverage at least eight of those top 10. So that's, that's one of the opportunities. I think maybe a little bit more sizzle we hear all the time around is the Internet of Things. And I think that's for good reason for the local audiences as well. We have a range of different, diverse, highly uh, geographically distributed businesses whether it be in the natural resources sector or retail or even just in government. And the opportunities around Internet of Things are quite pronounced. And Gartner believes that, uh, you know, similar kind of time frame, the next few years, over 40% of infrastructure and operations teams are going to be impacted by Internet of Things initiatives. And that's a big jump from today. It's around 5%, give or take, today. So... For the infrastructure and operations teams, the opportunities and the challenge really is to ensure that they're ready for the Internet of Things. Is the network, whether it's the local network or the more wide area network, is it going to be able to be sized for those new requirements and that sensor data just as a first example? And then, of course, what do you do with that data? How do you crunch the numbers and get to the insights out of that Internet of Things information and of course you need to ensure that it's done in a secure fashion and at scale. So Scott, the kind of two examples of how digital business is creating new opportunities and I do see Australian organizations just starting on that journey. How do they become a part of the discussions around IoT and digital business and I think this must continue and to be successful there they need to position infrastructure and operations in a new way, really, as a, a broker of infrastructure services, because there's a whole range of new providers that uh, are going to need to be included or considered in the era of digital business. So it's a lot of new opportunities. There's some risks, but it, it really is the uh, opportunity to stay relevant. And if you want to make sure that you and your team stay relevant, the place to do that is the Gartner Infrastructure Operations and Data Center Summit in Sydney, May 15th and 16th. You can learn more about this event at gartner.com slash events slash APAC slash data hyphen center. Right now, I want to again thank Summit Chair Michael Warlow for his insights. Michael is a research director at Gartner, and you can hear more from his Gartner colleagues in the Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars, plus more of our ThinkCast conversations at gartner.com slash podcasts. Make it even easier to keep up with ThinkCast by subscribing at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. And when you do, make sure to rate us. For ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.